0: To I Am Refocused Radio with your host Shamaya Reed. This show is designed to inspire you to live your purpose and regain your focus. And now, here's your host Shamaya Reed.
1: Hey, welcome to I Am Refocused Radio. We are here once again, and today we have another showliner for y'all. We have our special guest, his name is Troy Hadid. He is an author, a yoga teacher, a social entrepreneur, and, man, he is committed to helping you, the listener, today. We're going to learn everything about his life, his mission, and everything that he's doing to add value in his community. First and foremost, Troy, welcome to the show, man. How are you doing today?
0: I'm good, man. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure.
1: Yes, sir. I appreciate you uh, being on and taking your time. So, Kinda of tell us a little bit about yourself because later on in the show we're we'll gonna definitely be talking about your book. Uh my name is Love. We're not all that different. But before we get yeah. into that, tell the audience uh, paint a paint picture about um a little bit about yourself.
0: Well, I um I've lived my entire life in Trinidad and Tobago. I went to school in Florida. I've traveled the world, I've done quite a bit of traveling. Um I have been teaching yoga for well over 15 years now, and I just finished this beautiful book um, that he mentioned. My name is Love. And you know, when people should ask me what um what I do, for me, there, there's only one thing I can really connect to to put myself in any kind of a box. And that is, I can only hope that um whatever comes of my life, whatever I step into that in some way, it reminds us of what it means to love one another and it connects, helps connect individuals to their own understanding of God and divinity, you know?
1: I like that. When you look at the opportunities that are in your, you know, in, on your plate, if I will, yeah. what's the main core, if if you will, of your mission? With your purpose and and how you illustrate that through your book,
0: um, I'm not too sure. I get a um, I get a question Shamaya, but um but I'm gonna try my best to answer. That hopefully, I will. That is, um, I think we uh, we need to all wake up. You know, there's so much happening in our world and our society that that makes us different and identifies with us being different. And as long as we we recognize that or we are overcome by that conditioning, then our unconscious priority becomes self-serving. It becomes I, 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 me, me, me. And I would love to see a world in which each one of us begin to reprogram that um, as our social culture to be one that is kindness and caring and considering of the collective. And I think we need to step in, each individual needs to recognize our own, you know, we are this thing now where people love to say, step into your power. And it's a very um new agey thing to see. And it's it's true in that we are all are so powerful in everything we do, say, and think, it changes the world we live in. But acknowledging that power also means we have to acknowledge that a lot of the things we do, say, and think actually have a negative impact on the world around us. And um, I would just love to see us lean or, or move towards living very more intentional lives. So we could really acknowledge the impact of our actions and our words, you know?
1: Yeah, that was perfectly said. And that, that was exactly what, what I was asking you. And with that in mind, what are your views on God? And what does that mean for you?
0: Yeah, you know, I grew up I grew up in a Catholic home, Shemaya. And I have always been really close to God, and to spirit. And I can't say I I have ever allowed anyone to put God or spirit in a box as much organized religions would attempt to do. I think for for many generations, we have been trying to tell people who God is, what God looks like, what God wants of them, and I believe that every individual has the right to define and nature their own unique relationship to God. You can't truly know someone by being told of them. You have to cultivate a personal relationship to that, a personal experience to that. And you know, I so often I see people move away from from this idea of God, or they don't want to use the word God, they want to use a different word for God, which is great. It's their relationship to God. But, and very often you hear, I hear people say that they're atheists, or they don't believe in God, or they, they have no form of relationship to any higher intelligence, and no desire to. And Shemaya, I understand why. Like for generations, I believe God and divinity has been misrepresented and misunderstood. And there have been a lot of misalignment and wrongs and oppression and genocide um, that has been done in the name of God. So I can understand and why someone may choose not to connect to God or not to relate to God or not to want to believe in any kind of God or spirit or consciousness. But it would be a real shame if we allowed the wrong historical wrongs and and misalignment to rob us of our own unique divinity or relationship to divinity, you know? Because in reality... If there is no large intelligence, if there's no consciousness of any kind beyond Troy and Shemaya, well, then we remain separate. Huh. And that's the one thing that actually connects all of us and reminds us that we are very much the same, you know, that we are connected, that we are all part of one whole. And I think this, this freedom for each individual to... Cultivate and nurture their own unique relationship to whatever one might call God is really fundamental, really important.
1: Once again, listen, I'm Refocus Radio talking to our, our guest today, Troy Hadid. He's an author, yoga teacher, and social entrepreneur. And when it goes to the book, everything that you're saying right now is fitting perfectly with the book. Uh, My name is Love. We're not all that different. When it comes to the book, you challenge readers to think beyond their, you know, conditioning and to embrace unconditional love that transcends personal limitations. What do you hope that when people read that they'll learn more about this opportunity, if you will?
0: Yeah, I believe, um, Shamaya, that it will be live in, we um, consider that every individual this is how I would describe it. Any Every individual is a seed of God. It's a spark of God with a bag of conditioning. And each one of us, we are shaped by our experiences, our conditioning, our bringing from the day we are born. And that shapes our ideas of what is right, what is wrong, how what to say, what and not to say, what is acceptable, what is not. It shapes who we are and how we show up in the world, right? And very often, we confuse someone's conditioning with who they are. And I would invite, invite people to consider differently. I might not love or approve of your conditioning or your actions or your words, but I can still love you because I I know, and I can see the seed of God that exists beneath that conditioning. Uh, And two things I would like to point out. If, if we can see beyond someone's conditioning, beyond the story of their conditioning, then forgiveness is no longer an option. It is inevitable. It might take, there may be healing that needs to happen and it may take time. But as lo- if we can see past one another's conditioning, then forgiveness is inevitable. And the other thing I would like to say is if we can acknowledge someone's conditioning and that that is not who they are, then if we want to play any role at all in helping someone live differently or be differently or show up in the world differently or shift someone's perspectives, then one of the first things we have to do is at least try to make them feel safe and secure and not constantly judge. And as long as we we can have someone feel safe, then we can create a space in which maybe we can help them recondition or reprogram, and you know that takes time. And we may not be able to help them recondition everything, but if we can just do a little bit, if we can just play a part in someone's reconditioning and reprogramming, then um, we've we've done we've done a lot.
1: And to your point reprogram takes effort for reflection and also self-awareness. And with that in mind, what would you say for individuals listening to this, our conversation, the journey in itself of trying to make this world a better
0: place? Yeah, well, um, I think that's a great question, Shamaya. I think in the world we live in, there's there's we have this thing where We love to look at what everyone else needs to do differently. And we love to talk about everyone else and how they should live and what they should do and where they need to do better and how they are showing up out of alignment. And for me, the most powerful question we can ask ourselves in that introspection, if we are really committed to making world a better place and to being better human beings ourselves, then we have to be willing to ask a question, where can I do better? How could I have responded differently? How could I have showed up differently? How could I have been more compassionate, more supportive, more understanding? Or maybe I should have drawn my boundaries and made them clear. You know, sometimes we think that that love is always flowers and rainbows and then making world a better place, it's always being a yes man. And very often, real love is is drawing our boundaries and walking away and holding a mirror up and willing to be one who might not be liked or might not be appreciated. And sometimes that's what it means to love as well. But I think a question we need to ask is that we really need to look at where we as individuals can do better, you know?
1: We're talking to Troy Hadid and his book, My Name is Love. We're not all that different. You can get it right now on Amazon. You can go visit his website for more information. It's TroyHadid.com. One thing I like about the concept of the book, I mean, he says it in the description on Amazon, you know, this book is about universal love. Let's, let's focus in on that, because everyone has their belief all around the world. It's amazing when you think about it. You know, we all live on this planet Earth, but within this planet Earth, we have all these different cultures, all these different people. But one can argue, at a certain point, all of us want to have a home. You know, we wanna have a place we can put a roof overhead, we wanna have a place. We have some of these universal uh values that cannot be take apart taken apart.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. You know what's also really um interesting, Shamaya, is you know, I've been contemplating contemplating a lot this idea of ancestry and our descendants. And um, we always have, we always reference our ancestry and our descendants. And we identify with all these different things. And most of the time, all, if not all of the time, the things we identify with are based on our physical form. And they make us separate and different. And the, for ancestry, for example, any ancestry that anybody identifies with, It conveniently stops at one point in the timeline of of human existence, timeline of creation. Well, why are we stopping there? Why don't we go all the way back? Because if we go all the way back to the very source of life, you remember that we really aren't so different, that our ancestry is the same, that we are all descendants of spirit. And that the one certainty in this life is that we will all leave our bodies. So therefore, this physical body or anything that revolves around it cannot actually be who we are. It's just a temporary state of being, you know?
1: Unconditional love, you mentioned in the show about forgiveness. Yeah. Bible talks about forgiving and the way i interpret it i'm sure people might want to chime in they if they want to that's fine but the way i interpret it is is a situation that never stops when you when you forgive someone you can be forgiven the moment you don't forgive someone
0: yeah
1: it's the very risk that you may not be forgiven what are your thoughts on that you
0: know that 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 idea of forgiveness to me comes from comes from a fear-driven relationship to God. So, so generally, religion would lead us to say, do X, Y, and Z, or God won't forgive you. Or do X, Y, and Z, or you'll be Banished eternities of hell, right? So what I would propose is that <clears throat> if I am forgiving others so that I will be forgiven, then that act is actually, that's driven by self-love. That's a selfish act because I am forgiving others only so that I can be forgiven. So my my consideration there, I would invite someone to consider that that act is not driven by love of someone. It's not even driven by love of God. It's driven by the need for self-preservation and self-protection. So what I would invite someone to consider is that what forgiveness is, is to see that seed of God God that lives in every single individual, in the eyes of every human being. And to forgive someone is to to believe that they can know better and be better, even when they might not realize they need to be. So in that way, I, I forgive others because I know God lives within them. And what I might disapprove of is simply their conditioning if they do something to harm me, it wasn't really them that did it. It was their conditioning that did it. But I prefer that relationship to forgiveness <laughs> because in that way, I'm forgiving others because I can see God lives within them. Not because if I don't, I won't be forgiven. Does that make sense?
1: I hear you. One thing I want to put so what you're saying too is there's a in loop that says, "Beloved, your enemies, do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Yes. Yeah, and from what I'm getting from what you're saying is don't do something with strings attached. Yeah. In other words, it's under these preconditions that I will love you, forgive you, help you. But instead, yeah. do it freely without trying to expect something back
0: in return. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, every, everything too. I agree, Shemaya, 100, but but everything too has, you know, sometimes we take things as like black and white, and they're not always black and white. Because, for instance, I may do something for you, and you may not do anything back for me. But in that, in in a specific situation, that may mean that I begin depleting myself, right? So it doesn't mean that I can't love you or that I have a whole grudge against you. It just means that maybe I need to love you differently so that I can still, I cannot deplete myself in my loving of you. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I can see that. I can
0: see that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And that's why these conversations are important. When people can have respectable conversations, there can be peace after those conversations. And I think that's what's missing a lot in this world. We can't sit down and have deep conversations. We rush to emotions. For yeah. you and your book, once again, people get on Amazon is my, my Name is Love. We are not all that different. Someone who reads this book, there's one thing you hope that they will hold on to after they read your book. What do you hope that they can take away from your message?
0: So I would have to see this in a nutshell because there are so many different people that are going to read in my book, and each individual is going to be in a different headspace and coping with something differently. Yeah. But I would like to believe, and I would almost, Shamaya, I would guarantee that anyone who reads this book and really authentically and honestly opens themselves up to understand what is delivered in this book will be a better human being afterwards. Would at least see the ways in which they can be a better human being and their lives would be made better by it.
1: I like it. Once again, yeah. listen on the Focus Radio talking to our guest today, Troy Hadid. Visit his website, TroyHadid.com and to zero in on the on the subtitle underneath the word love we're not all that different if you can summarize that in layman's terms for it, people who listen to this podcast and they still question well what 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 does troy really mean by that what would you uh, how would you answer that what does that statement mean we're not all that different
0: all right well I mean, there's so many ways I could answer that, Shamaya, but I'll say, I'll say, I'll say it like this and hopefully it, it won't be too far out. But each one of us are born into a human body and that body is given a name. And a second is given that name. It makes us separate and it makes us different. It means that I am Troy. This is my body. And now Troy is separate from Shamaya. Troy is different from Shamaya. And we live in a world that breeds this individuality. And it's not a bad thing. But if we don't question it and cultivate a relationship to it, we're always going to live our lives and believe that we're separate. And we're going to attach to all these layers of our identity, like race, sexual orientation, financial status, career, religion, all these things that we allow to define us. But in reality, they don't define us. Because if anyone can connect in any way to an existence after they leave their body, then it means we are not our bodies. So therefore, wherever we came from and wherever we're going back to, it means that we're a lot more connected than we think we are or that we've been led to believe. We're a lot more whole than we are separate. And for anyone that might connect a religion and maybe consider, well, my, my Christian God is different from an Islamic God, is different from a Hindu God. Well, here's the reality, Shamaya. Religion didn't invent God. Religion just gave it a name. But whatever God is, whatever intelligent spirit is, it existed before it ever had a name or a form. And not because we give it name and form means it's different. We can't make it different. It is what it is. It always has been and it always will be. And we will always be far more connected than we've been led to recognize.
1: We've been talking to Troy Hadid. You can visit his website, TroyHadid.com, and also get his book on Amazon, My Name is Love. We're not all that different. Like always, Troy, thank you for your time.
0: Thank you, my brother. Shumaya. Have a good one. Love